Well, I mean, my first experience really was in the uh, first Tudor Parade in uh, 1957, I think, yes, 57, 58, uh, Young Farmers Club put a tractor and put a frame on the back of it and made a decorated uh, tableau with tulip heads. Tulip heads were readily available. Um, lot of tulip heads, a lot of tulips being grown in the area and uh, that followed on after the uh, tulip route which they used to have around Spalding. Yes. Which went around the fields and uh, blocked the roads up completely and they said, oh, we must do something. And was trying to parallel the idea of the Dutch tulip parade which did a route. Yeah. And I've seen the Dutch parade. So I do know a little bit about it. It's yeah. a very much more relaxed system to ours. Yes. Um, and that's when it started. We started in 57, that was our 57, so, was the first year, I think. So fi when we say 57, I mean, officially it started in 59. Yeah. So, so who it, it was, was a bit of a bit of a dribble the first year. And right. We, and we went round and didn't really quite know what we were doing. Uh, and then it started then in 59 and then got going better. Oh, yes. It might have been 58. I mean, I think, I think it was 58 actually, I'm a year out. Right, yes. I think it was 58 we did something. Yes. And didn't know what we were doing. It was better organised in 59. Of course, the beauty of it was the Volboxer Halls were on the site of uh, Sainsbury's, that whole block of concrete there yes. was the cattle market, yeah. which gave us covered buildings yeah. and huge sheds there with access to a good car park, yeah. which is where the bus station is now, yeah. and uh, good access to the road. Yeah. So it's a good central place for it all to happen. Yeah. And then the uh, field on the side of the road, where the Halley Stewart ground was where the floats went in afterwards. Mm -hmm. yes. And uh, they got a bit of income from in there by charging people to come and look at the floats. Yeah. Again on the Sunday, the day after. And I think on the Monday, it's a bank holiday Monday. They used to, they switched the weekends for the parade a number of times, the first or second weekend oh, in, okay. in, in May. So it wasn't always the bank holiday weekend? No, because the bank holiday didn't, didn't exist. Right. Because it wasn't the, the, the parade that the, the coach to us roughly three weeks, three weeks before. Correct. So that was happened... Uh, on the Sunday before the the bank holiday in, in essence. Well, there wasn't a bank holiday. I say bank holiday well, wasn't yes. didn't start till the sixes. I don't think. Oh, that's true. Yes, so uh, there wasn't a May bank holiday. There wasn't a May bank holiday. Right. But as soon as that came, then they started hammering it for that date, and they said, yes, yes that is it. That's going to be it. Uh, there was a problem always. If it was too early, you hadn't got flowerheads. Yes. If it was too late, it didn't matter because you could always hold flowerheads mm -hmm. in coal stores. Right, yes. So that was quite easy. In fact, yeah. you can better organise by having a late flower parade. Yeah. And then people say, oh, no flowerheads. But in fact, you could bring them out, you got them in, in yeah. containers, uh, trays, and you knew where you were. Right. You knew what colours you've got to play with. Yes. So we say most years, you're wondering what colours you're going to have because, what well, flowerheads were finished. Right, yes. The whole idea of, of cropping the flower was the disease was always in the flower head. Yeah. And a farmer popped his heads. Uh, to also grow the because they wanted the bulbs. Yes. So that that was to make the bulbs well, grow. Well, yeah, it's a marginal thing. Oh right. But yeah. the thing was, that it was the disease that was carried in the head. Right. Okay. Yes. So um, they were pleased to top them and get rid of yes. them. Yes. Uh, which is fantastic, isn't it? So, 
they, they collected them. Uh, and how was how did they they go out and collect all of these? Or did the farmers just bring them to a central place? And oh, it wasn't it wasn't a difficult job. Right. Um, I think at to the end of it, there was a, a little gizmo which cut the heads yeah. into a tray. Yes. And you could take them and drop them in in a in a heap. But in fact, they used to have them into chitting trays. I they chitting trays, potato yes. washing trays, yeah. which they'd lay flat, they'd hold yeah. bulbs in them otherwise at other time of the year, and they'd hold the heads in that, right. in trays. Uh, because if you put them into a bag, they soon sweated. Yes. <coughs> and went off. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the problem there. So, heads weren't a problem. Uh, you would always try and grab the best heads if you were putting on heads. Yes. It's much easier to put a good head on, on than, yes. than a bad head. And you had a pin, yeah. uh, a bit like a hairpin, which you came from Holland by the, the million. I think we've still got some in the forge. Yeah, yeah they're, they're still yeah. some. I've had some. I mean, they're, yeah. they were sharp. Yes, you would catch your fingers on them, but only just. Yeah. And, and the, you put the whole head on, not just the petal itself. Oh yes, the head uh, and uh, perhaps two inches of stem, and then if you were clever, right. you overlaid them. Yeah, a bit like tiling. Yeah, uh, and a good person can do a tidy job, and it's a bit like knitting or anything else. Yeah, some of the girls could cover an area of a meter square in a couple of hours. Yes, and it would all look very tidy. Yeah. Of course, yeah. then you get different colours and different shapes, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's always a problem. Yeah. <laughs> but they would mark on the polystyrene, the white polystyrene, which they'd covered mm -hmm. the uh, floats with. They used to use straw to begin with. Yes. Then they put polystyrene over the straw, and then they found they could put the polystyrene onto the metal frame. Yeah. And then they would paint on where yeah. they wanted the, the patterns. Right. Oh, I haven't realised that. Yeah. Okay. Which which made life relatively yes. easy for you. A lot easier than yes. Trying well, to if do you're it. doing a job and you're laying on or somewhere mm. else, you haven't a clue what you're really doing. Mm. You just had to work within the lines. Yes. Because um, these were three-dimensional things. I mean, it's not as yeah. if you were doing a flat. Well, I always remember Jeff telling me that he was given an A3 sketch from Van Riel, and uh, this was his only. Uh, instruction as to how to make the float Correct. Correct. and so he then had to work out from this A3 sketch a three-dimensional model yeah uh, and he had various devices for doing that and getting the scales right but apparently his best technique was an overhead projector that's right yeah yeah I remember saying them yeah and, and oh, he, he used them yes yes yeah and that, that worked exceptionally well for well him. he can measure then on the on the overhead projector on the screen, yeah. just how long you would think it wanted to be. Yes. And yeah. remembering that some of these probes were, what, 30 foot long, 40 foot long? Yes. Yeah. Um, you'd be doing a little bit of no relationship to anything at all. Yeah. You're just putting a bit that went in there and carried on. Yeah. Um, no, he was very good. So, so that's the sort of um, making of them and, and sort of getting them together to start with. Um, Getting people involved initially to, to, to be part of this process, was that difficult to get people? Or No, firstly the uh, bulb growers 
gave the use of their staff yes. for the last three or four days. I mean, you wouldn't put any heads on more than four or five days before mm -hmm. the parade at the earliest. Right. And in our, our young farmers' club days, we wouldn't even start building a float till then. So we, <laughs> we were really uh, getting pushed ourselves, as you might imagine. Yes. And we had got no plans for it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've got some photographs of some of the floats we made. We yeah. really were a little bit... Uh, they held together just... Yeah. Um, and you had to do it, do it that way. We shouldn't know what colour you'd got anyway. Yeah. Uh, what the predominant colour was going to be. So you'd have staff there of these girls were pretty good. They were yeah. pretty handy doing the job. Then you'd have a volunteers. Flower lovers club would make bouquets and decorative bits for you, specialist mm -hmm. bits. And some girls would be making stream, uh, streamers out of mm -hmm. bulb heads. Uh, pinning them together, yeah. uh, that would work. And there'd always be a number of people who were just hovering around. Mm -hmm. There was always people who didn't really get their hands dirty, but every organisation gets yeah. that. <laughs> you were not paid at all, they didn't pay anything yeah. anyway. I know in Young Farmers Day we used to have a crate of beer there, and yeah. um, I believe someone came along, it might have been a section of the Farmers Union, put a crate of beer to us, yeah. and they'd be Ten, up past ten then. Yes. And we, we were going to get the thing finished that night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were still doing some floats on the morning of the parade, you know, no. so always, always something that would last. Yes, yes. As there was, you know, I mean, that's yeah. to me. There was a lot of buzz to mm. it, mm. music playing, good halls. And the beauty of it was the weather didn't bother you. Right. The halls there, the uh, um, bell box halls were continuous. And I would think they'd go on for... What, 150 yards? Oh, really? It's long they were than... big. Yes. And they were sectioned yeah. off, but they could open up the doors and there were full yeah. wide areas through mm -hmm. there so you could drive anything in, in, in anywhere. Right. Forklifts were just coming in. Yeah. So you used forklifts to reach the top. Health and safety really wasn't no. uh, <laughs> a problem in those days. It would be today. Yes. There's no yeah. question about that. I yeah. mean, if you saw the way we made some of our things in the shed here, mine. Mm. Um, it was, yes, we got away with it. Yes. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of buzz doing it. Mm -hmm. Young farmers, again, couldn't make any money. And I remember, it was my year when I was chairman, we were, the parade would cost us two, two or three hundred pounds, which was a lot of money for a small yes. club. Yeah. Uh, we only had 30, 40 members at the most. Uh, and we took the... Willersby School, mm. which existed in those days near the station gates. Yes. And we started doing, uh, planned to do teas there. Well, that developed from an initial small business to, we, we, we took a couple of thousand pounds, yes. which was a lot of money in those days. Yeah. And a lot of it was selling teas, so you made mm -hmm. a lot of money out of it, which funded the Young Farmers Club and funded our involved in the parade yeah, yeah and that's what it was all about and we did that for three years right then the Willersby was pulled down unfortunately and the, yes <laughs> but the, the buzz of people in town was there I mean on the Saturday uh there were 15 trains came up into Spalding Station and they mm. all parked in Spalding Station yes I've seen some pictures of all I the mean, trains it really was, it really was a buzz yes I mean the steam was going up <laughs> but I mean there was a buzz I remember people I had an aunt in London and King's Cross Station. They were all signs up. Yes. Tulip trains, tulip tree, tulip train. Yeah. And uh, 
They were excellent. Mm. It worked. And people came, were coming into town from about 11 o'clock onwards. Yeah. And then there'd still be a crowd there in the evening. I think there were some events going on in the evening. Uh, I can't remember. I wouldn't like to say that. I yeah. We enjoyed it. Yes, it's good. So uh, that was the, so the, the early days of getting it going, getting it started. Yeah. And then uh, you then moved on to, to, to being the, the planning side of it, being the vice uh, president of, uh, of it. and Well, that was a little bit, yeah. Before that, the planes got bigger. Right. Floats got bigger. Right. I mean, I remember Stella Sealink sponsored, or Beast had them as a, as a sponsor for one of their yeah. floats. <clears throat> so they got very big, the planes had, which became a problem. I mean... Uh, I involved in driving some of the slaves at times. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of work. And, and all the tractors came from the... the uh, tra- they were the traditional tractors. There was a standard tractor that was... Ah, that and that's a funny story. Yes, we used to have... See, tractors didn't have cabs on in those mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so you could bolt a bit of steel on the side and make a frame around it. Uh, make a solid frame around yeah. them, no cap, so you can do what you like. Take off the mud guards, and they did all sorts of funny things. Uh, and I was involved with the Farmers Union in those days. We went round to Ford Motor Company as a party of us, went there around the Dagenham factory, and then saw the managing director of them to, to see whether we could have half a dozen tractors from them without cabs on. Right. When the cabs started being made, it became impossible to add to them. And in fact, they very kindly... It was a darn good day in London, I remember. <laughs> and uh, they sent up half a dozen tractors without cabs on, mm-hmm. in cut-down base, which didn't make a difference. Yes. Because then you could bolt things on again. Yeah. And then they'd take them back and spray them up again, and uh, no problem at all. So that was the problem there. But they had a lot of old, old, old tractors. Yes. Uh, uh, which became... Quite a problem to start them sometimes, you know. You, you and they became problems on the route round, didn't they? <coughs> well, they one would break down every year somewhere. I yeah. mean, uh, just because you'd got, I think they've got about 30 floats. Mm. Well, that was quite a big, yeah. big lot of people. And, and so how did you get um, a, a, track, a, a repair van from, from one end of... Presumably, it wasn't where the, the float... Um, uh, Went went wrong. <laughs> it was a long way away, and somehow or other, you had to manoeuvre it. To... Uh, they had some breakdown vehicles in the parade. Yeah, they used to have one at the end. I think three, um, but they weren't a lot of good. All they could do was pull the yeah. pull pull a duff float to the side. Uh, these always happened. Mm-hmm. I think odd years they didn't have a breakdown, but I mean... Um, but most years they... They'd break down somewhere or something yeah. would hit, yeah. a, hit, a, hit something or <laughs> tire would puncture and that sort of thing. Um, and they had a, a lot of fun doing that. I mean, yeah. and then they'd fetch it back afterwards. Yeah. And occasionally a breakdown would pull it as it went along. I mean, uh, fortunately the land was flat around here, so things didn't roll down hills too easily yeah. and stuff like that. So, was thinking back to sort of going from actually being part of it to actually sort of managing and being yeah. part of the team, how many people were involved in actually on the committee to make it happen? I think we had a committee of about 20 of us, 
in which we get 15, 16 people most times to yeah. meetings. Uh, we were under David Norton to start with, and then we moved on to uh, Lynn Jackson, she took over from him, and then someone after that. Um, that worked quite well at that level, right. but money was just who was going to carry the deficit, and, and this was the problem. Yes. Uh, occasionally got left bits of money, uh -huh. but um, the plates got too big. Somehow they made a mistake, and I wasn't part of that decision, of having some big trailers made. They had five of them, which were, I think, three metres wide, and... 10 metres long. Right. They were big. Yes. Too big. And the whole concept of getting that size made every float was expensive. Yes. There was a lot of recycling went on, of course. Uh, remember that once you've had a made up a, a horse or something uh, by the uh, blacksmith and built mm. it, that was perhaps in 20, 30 plays, every plane yes. somewhere, yeah. in a different design format, or mm. even in the same format, similarly. Um, so that went on. But we did have a problem to know where we were going. I mean, the council were involved with it, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of it was indirect in as much as so they charged for the cleaning up afterwards, that sort of thing. And then yeah. they would say they'd given 10,000 quids with that. But actual cash to do anything with, you, could, you needed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were the, that was the management team. Then there was a team of drivers. Uh, then there were a team of people who. What the word took the corners on each sleigh on each float. Yes. Um, so the, the marshals. marshals basically. Yes. Yeah. The junior marshals. Then yeah. there were bigger marshals who managed the roads. Right. So there were a whole lot of another. I would suggest hundreds of people. Yeah. Involved. Yeah. No one was paid very much. Mm -hmm. uh, so some, they would get something for that day, would they? Or. Ah, uh, I think. There was food available right. on, on the ground before you started at the Hannah Stewart. Uh, whether I'd been got any cash or not, mm. I don't know. But I mean, young farmers uh, struggled for money. They solved their problem by doing yeah. some catering. And when the Rotary got involved, we did some stalls, yeah. which balanced um, our books. Yeah. Plus, we did a charity collection going round, yes. which was partly went back to the parade management. Mm -hmm. And um, oh. we shared it with the lions. I think we worked with, yeah. with them as well. So um, that was the only source of income really we could get. Um, <coughs> but indeed, it, I imagine twenty, thirty thousand a year. I mean, yeah. somewhere. So, who 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 was the marketing that got it to start with? And got how did this small spalding suddenly get to the point of where it was? Because it's. It was a phenomenal success from what was probably quite a small beginning. Yeah, it started off when bowls were grown after the war again. Mm -hmm. And people came round to see the tulip plants. Right. To see the tulips growing. Yeah. It's the fields are wonderful. Yeah. They still are in Holland. Where, where, where yeah. You see fields of, fields of Dutch bulbs, you can see them being grown. Uh, they were grown extensively close to spalding, so it's relatively easy to make a route round, but it didn't take long for that in the same even almost in the second year to be a snarl of traffic all the way round. Yeah. Uh, they got a route of course which went one way. Um, 
Paul Hart had a show gardens at Little London Corner, yeah. uh, which always had a lot of people. There's a mm -hmm. tulip queen made or created, yeah. a crown, and a uh, an event, mm -hmm. a tulip ball, and such like was going on. So it's quite a buzz going on. Yeah. Um, nothing too much directed on it. The NFU had quite a lot of involvement early on. <coughs> <coughs> then gradually reduced their input mm -hmm. over time, setting up. Then David Norton was involved, and uh, Peter Atkinson, of course, before yeah. that. Yeah. Peter and I have a no relationship, by the way. No, no, I so no, found no, out. No, he's a Yorkshireman. I'm in a Yorkshire in Lincolnshire. <laughs> I'm a yellow belly. <laughs> so, and then and that's um, see, and then sort of getting on there. We've talked about the making of the floats. How did we ever? How was the selecting of the theme done each year? Who was that? Sort of Van Riel deciding that was a good idea. I, I think Van Riel did it. I mean, yeah. and Van Riel did the parade in was involved in the Dutch parade, of course, yeah, yeah. and in the Australian parade. I think was a parade in Australia. Yes. I've been to Australia and been past their tulip growing area. And is it was it his son was more involved in the Australian? It was. Yeah, I think, okay. yes, I think it right. was. But, but nevertheless, the yeah, heads yeah. were going on yes. together. Yeah, and yeah. It doesn't matter. These artistic yeah. people will create everything. Yeah. I mean, when I spoke to them about uh, the, the people's parade later on, they were only too pleased to send me to end the stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, uh, it was a good buzz for being there. People enjoyed the experience of being involved with it. And the success of it bred success. Yes, I think it did. It fed. It got itself a little bit too big. Yeah. Uh, on the size of the floats. Yeah. The town always argument whether half a million people, quarter of a million people, yeah. hundred thousand people yeah. in, in town. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, you'll take the statistics for anyone at any one time. Quite yes. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, see where you are. The other thing, people stopped growing tulips, or were growing less tulips because. They were a difficult crop to grow. Uh, they were growing more daffodils. Mm -hmm. Daffodils and tulips are very different uh, animals. Yes. Uh, inverted gobbles. Uh, a tulip is very much simpler to grow yeah. and can be lifted and harvested with potato lifting equipment. Right, yes. And graded yes. on similar yeah. styles. And uh, daffodils gradually got growing more and more and tulips less and less. Yeah. The disease problem with tulips was difficult uh, because all in the head the disease was and mm -hmm. people just stopped growing them. Yeah. So, uh, and the other thing was our soil was a lot heavier, wasn't it? The, the, the Dutch soil is a lot sandier and you could automate machinery. To... Well, you could a little bit, but I mean, they specialised in it and we didn't. I mean, the Kirkenhof in Holland right. is a huge centre, and whether you've been to it, but it's, no, it, no, it's no. Uh, <coughs> oh, ten times the size of Springfield's. Right. Uh, I suppose ten hectares. Yeah. With a big glass house in the middle, uh, a big research centre next to it. Right. Dead flat area, uh, a very big uh, centre, really. Yeah, it had, yeah. a, had a, a, an education centre. Yeah. So it had the buildings that Springfields has now. Yes. Just as standbys. Yeah. What they've done in this last year with COVID going on, yeah. I don't think. But I mean, it must have been made difficult. How lot, how many hours do you think you put into to doing that uh, as a 
to make it all happen. I mean, me? Yeah, I would imagine it must have been a. Oh, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was. Yes. Really, I mean, I've always been involved in the community, in as much as I was involved in the Young Farmers Club as a yeah. 17, 18 year old, and uh, then got in with the Farmers Union. I was a yeah. junior member of the Farmers Union, got involved in that side. Dealt yeah. with committees a bit. I've been chairman of it. And uh, then opted out for a little bit. Uh -huh. oh, you, you did, you were running your own yeah. business. And yeah. business wasn't particularly a bed of roses all the time, you were, you were quite involved. But always involved, I had friends who were yeah. bone growers and uh, got involved somehow and got, so, got roped in. So do you think today if you, were, you would be able to spare the, the same time to doing it? I mean, if a similar event was there tomorrow, could you could you perceive that? Just talking about me, it, <coughs> people. It, yes, <coughs> I think it needs a theme, mm -hmm. and a theme with a financial balance to it. Yes. If the thing is it won't pay, I can't see where your income comes. Uh, you're beaten before you start. Yes. To say the local authority will do it means budgets go out of hand. I mean, yeah. you could quite easily see the council if they did it. Then in those funded, they'd have to put £100,000 in. Yeah. That's got to come from somewhere. It doesn't come off the uh, back of the shelf. Yes. It's not sitting there. Yeah. And, an involve, and an investment. And those things weren't there. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a theme, and that was the, pit, that was the fault of it. Yeah. Um, that was a great pity. Yeah. Uh, Time-wise, yes, I mean, I'm involved in the Rotary Clubs. Uh, yeah. And you do things yeah. involved in mean, the rugby club now and such like, and uh, you do things. There's always people will do things. There's no question about it, and um, not charge. Yes, yeah, I think it's a question of of, of one yeah, perceiving it to be something that is worth doing. Yeah, I mean, and, and then people will get behind it. Well, yes, I mean, on the uh, parade we did it. We were always bothered about the money. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how the money was balanced off quite. There was a bit of advertising came in. There were certainly these, these brochures and such like were, were put out. <coughs> so who had, who, who, at the end of the day, it, it was the, so sort of David Norton's committee would have been the people yes. that balanced the book and, and tr or tried to balance Well, yes, I, I, I really can't remember now, and it's not for me to be saying now, uh, how the books were balanced. No, um, I mean, I talked to David about that and, and, and understand how what the complications were in doing it. Yes, so they got a hefty grant a time or two. Mm. And I know they, that's when they bought these big trailers, how had them made, especially, yeah. which, with hindsight, was a disaster. Yeah. They were just too big. Yeah. There were problems on the road. Health and safety started getting up your back on all, all these things after that. Yeah. Why? Mm. Because, uh, whereas... In our rotary club, we can make a small float, yeah. and uh, with the people sprayed after us, we can get involved with schools with small floats. Mm. Uh, they didn't go that way; they went the other way. And the Dutch parade, which I saw uh, over there, went over and saw that, which was always worth going to, yeah. because thematically you could see themes. Yeah. They were much more artistic. The Dutch floats were. Right. Ours were big bulk areas. Yes. I mean, uh, the idea of having. Uh, four, five, even ten square metres of the same colour tulips, which we did on some floats, yes. when they did the big 
boats, such like on it, uh, as uh, one I'd heard of in Holland. Yeah. They were always much more artistic, a wider range of flowers too. Right. So, I mean, think, I mean, we still grow flowers around here. Is there a, an opportunity for us to do something with the flowers that we do grow, or is it? Oh yes, I'm sure we could do. Mm. It, could, it could develop again on a small scale, but. Uh, you've really got to sort out the money, where the yes, money comes. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, when you move on to, on to people's brain, this was our problem, and yeah. how I thought it, we could do it, and yes. I did on it. So, it, so the, uh, very much about the money, and, and uh, as being something that if we're going to think of something, with that the business case for doing it, uh, the return on doing it has got to be there to make itself sufficient in the future. Yes, I would have thought so. That, mm. that must be the case. There was, there, there was no uh, company, one company that would, yeah. for following. I mean, geese did to a high degree. George Adams did. Had always had a big parade. Yeah, and of course, Lindgarden did. They were a co-op. They they don't exist anymore. I don't think at all. Yeah, uh, you need that backbone. Yeah, tailors. Yeah. Involved people. I mean, they were always involved. There were four or five companies of uh, instrumental people who led it yeah. quietly from the background and put in a lot of yeah. goodwill to make it happen. To make yeah. it happen. And they yeah. gave their own staff for nothing. Okay, so uh, that's, that's, that's sort of covered the parade and, and talking about the history of that and, and your involvement with it. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the floats that I've got. I've got some pictures here. Yeah. 